So, you know Unmasked is sponsored by Life Boost, but I don't think you realize how much it runs on Life Boost. America runs on Duncan, bitch, please. We run it on this Life Boost, good, good. It's literally the only coffee we drink in the morning, and lately we've been getting in on that amazing cold brew choo-choo train. Let me tell you how easy this shit is to make. It already comes in a small filter bag, and all you do is fill up a pitcher and throw in the coffee bag. Then you set it and say it with me. Set it and forget it. Until for, of course, you want to drink some amazing cold brew. There is something so satisfying about sipping on an iced latte made by you, enjoyed by you. Fun pro tip, if you don't want to water it down at all, I freeze some of the cold brew into ice cube trays and then it's iced coffee with iced coffee cubes. It's like coffee inception. Coffee within a coffee. So if you're thinking, that bitch is Brill and I need to try some of that, great. Go get you some and save yourself 30% with our code UNMASKED. That's U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D to save yourself 30%. Last year, way back in the 2022 of it all, I had a goal to meditate more. I did a really good job of it too, if I do say so myself. But this year, I haven't been doing it as much and I can really tell a big difference in so many aspects of my life. Lucky for me... We have a place to float to help me facilitate my mindfulness practice. A float tank is a pool of heated water combined with magnesium sulfate to allow yourself full buoyancy. Floating in these pools can help me in my mindfulness practice by using darkness and sensory deprivation, giving me a dark and warm place to turn my brain off from all of the distractions I have during the day. A place to float offers a spa experience from the moment you walk in the building. So, if you're wanting a place to unwind and relax, a place to float is the perfect staycation getaway. Right now, if you use your code UNMASKED, you can get a free float. That's U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D to get a free float for your first time. In a world of ordinary, it's time to unmask the extraordinary with Unmasked, the podcast. With your host, Brandon Zimmerman. Welcome to Unmask the Podcast. I feel like everybody knows me, just about everything about me. Eye candy of the night, 100%. <laughs> and Sarah Zimmerman. I want to be on the back end of RTV and just like, k k k k k I saw Amanda Nunez and I'm pretty sure I fell in love with her. I want to just be her. It's time to unmask your true potential. Okay, welcome to Unmask the Podcast. Episode 5 of BS with BS. What's happening, everybody? By everybody, I mean my wife who's sitting next to me. I know. I'm like, you mean me right here? I act like I'm projecting to a live studio audience. You're not. Like they used to do in the 90s. We're projecting to, I think, five people. There might be somebody outside. There's not. Rounding up cats or something. Oh, God. Don't get me started on cat, dude. That guy's kind of a creep. All right. So the last time, (laughs) the last time you left your heroes... Last time on Unmasked, the podcast. <clears throat> we are talking about your fight. And it was literally, I think it came out like Sunday right after. No, so. uh, did it? <clears throat> yeah, it did. Yeah, it yep. came out. So, yeah, right after. Uh, you know, so, let's start at the beginning. I think that, let's just, you know, say like, 
you definitely were really confident and I loved that and I think you always have to be confident right going in you can't be like well I don't know I don't know what's gonna plan out <laughs> but I mean it's a fight so like it's anybody's fight at that point you know yeah. your, your fight camp went well you trained really hard I will say I was super nervous about your weight cut because it felt like a lot how much did you have to cut uh it was like 15 pounds. Well, I started camp at 56, 156.2, I think 0.2, and then I weighed in at 135.5. Now, start of camp wasn't a cut, though. It was just me eating healthy and uh, training my ass off. So I got down to eating healthy and training hard. I was 149. So I dropped, you know, like 7 pounds just training hard, and then... By the time I started the water cut Sunday, I think Thursday, by the time I got in the sauna, I was 46.2. And I On made, Thursday? Yeah. God damn. I was 35.5 on the scale Friday. That was a long couple of days. Yeah, that one really made me nervous <clears throat> because I didn't realize how much you had to cut. And you kept like saying oh no problem no problem and like to me that doesn't make me feel happy because it feels like you're just bullshitting everyone in yourself and it made me just be like I don't know what's going on and that makes it even worse like it makes my anxiety even worse oh, well me I, I I know my body pretty well when it comes to weight and all that stuff so and I've been doing the water cut for a little while now so I kind of understand how my body works with it and it was actually one of my better cuts. So I, I felt good the next day. Um, I, I mean, I hydrated a lot, obviously. I actually had to Google it for myself, and I said, how long does it take your body to get rehydrated after losing a lot of water? And they say it takes about four to eight hours. Not 48, but like four to eight hours, which made me feel a little bit better. But then it also made me really question, like, what happened the first time when you said you had a bad water cut? Like, you were hydrated, so what the fuck? You I don't know what think I, mean? I hydrated enough was the problem. <clears throat> okay. Because I cut about the, the same, I think. Mm. But I just think I didn't hydrate enough Yeah. was the problem. And that's why I was kind of loosey-goosey in my brain. So... You're always loosey-goosey in your brain. Yeah, that's true. The hard drive's from Windows 95. It's 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 smoking right now. It doesn't doesn't know what's going on. So that was a lot of weight to cut. It was really anxiety-ridden. I definitely owned the idea that like I did not handle my anxiety very well. But also, I think cornering you was really confusing because I didn't realize I had to be there at fucking 1 p.m. And, like, that was really stressful. So I wasn't able to do my normal, like, relaxing here by myself. And, like, when you leave for your fight, I usually have, like, a couple of hours to get ready. And to me, that's, like, getting ready and, like, putting makeup on and doing my hair. It's such a zen experience. Like, it's so fun. It makes me feel really happy. And it really puts me in a good headspace because it's fun. And especially if I have a lot of time to do it and I don't feel rushed. If I feel rushed, it's a whole nother ball game. And I don't know if any other people feel like this when they're just like, I like getting dressed up because it makes me feel really happy. Like, I like the process of it. I like all of that. And that puts me in such a good headspace. 
And then I didn't get to do that. And I had to do it in the bathroom up north. And then I was almost not able to see Jamie and Heather. And that stressed me out and was bad. And I'm sorry. Publicly, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's a ritualistic thing, though. Because I know, like, for me, this fight camp, well, not necessarily the camp, but the uh, the venue was two and a half hours away. And we did a time switch. Yeah, right? and it was an hour. They were an hour behind us, too. So, uh thankfully jared drove me up there um or else i'd have made a two and a half hour drive by myself up there while i was trying to cut and and then i had to make and we had to make that drive back home friday and then saturday we had to get there at like 3 30 their time make that drive once and then we had to drive all the way home saturday night and it was like 3 a.m by the time we got in the into the house yeah <clears throat> and then sunday we i think we just like did nothing and it was really I, nice. I did absolutely jack shit yeah, it was great. sunday i ate donuts we had ice cream yeah we did some shopping and i, I bought the dog stuff because i couldn't find anything i wanted for any retail therapy i was just like <laughs> there's literally nothing i want i was so mad <laughs> i think shopping during this season is really weird because it's all easter stuff and like it's all spring related but it's not warm enough to do anything spring related so no. it's just like that's a cute thought that I'm not going to have anything to do with. Today was the first day this week I woke up and it wasn't unbearably cold and it stayed warm throughout the whole day. Yeah. Whereas every other day this week it's been 30 <clears throat> degrees in the morning and then by about 1 p.m. it's 50 or 60. At one point it got to 70 and I'm like, this is fucking great. Welcome to old man weather corner. But all it of a sudden. started at 30. I had to wear a Carhartt in. All right, calm down. So, I'm so mad. All right. Take it up with meteorologer Steve or whatever. His he name doesn't is. control the weather. He just tells me. He is the weather. Is he Storm? No. He could never. X-Men he could Storm? never. No, he couldn't. So, okay. So you got to your fight. And how did you feel when you got to the venue? How are you feeling? I mean, there's a little bit of nerves. And I'm what also. Do you, what this, are you nervous about exactly? I'm literally volunteering to lock myself in a cage and fight someone. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, says it all. But I guess to me, I'm like, shouldn't that be nerves? Like to me, I'm like, that's what I'm nervous about all the time. Is that what you're, are you ever nervous up until that point or no? It, it gets real like the week of the weight cut. Cause you're like, I'm, I'm here and I got to go through all the, the bullshit of cutting weight, which sucks. Nobody likes it. I don't know anybody likes cutting weight. And then, and then you got to go weigh in. And again, it's you know, there's always travel involved somehow. Um, I mean, if you got to stay somewhere, stay at a hotel or something, and you're not home in your own bed and stuff like that too, it's not like you have a place to escape to either. You know, in those moments, so bring a book or something. You know. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and then and then you're there at the fight. And you're like, you know, after weigh-ins, it's awesome because you get to go eat and and drink water and just kind of vibe. But you can't like go hang out and party or anything like that. You got to get rested up because you got a big day the next day. Yeah. So, and then it's all centered around that. It's all centered around the fight, and then you go home afterwards, and hopefully in one piece. You know, it's been night in hospital. Didn't have to do do that this time. Yeah, that was so. That really was nice. nice. Um, so we got there, and there was like a continuum happening next door. I wanted to be a part of that. Yeah, that looked like fun. And awesome. then um, you went and got checked by the doctor, and then it was just like us waiting around. 
Yeah, us waiting around all day, and, and you got nothing to do. Yeah, so, but and just I ended up going out with Jamie and Heather, so thank you for that. For yeah. Um, where I got tater tots. I love tater tots. They were so good. They were little balls. Ball tater, tots. Tater balls. Tater balls. Tater balls. <laughs> were they delicious? Yeah, they were really good. <laughs> Man, you remember when McDonald's used to pass around? Oh, they still do. Their hash browns are just flat tater tots. Yeah, that's my drunk. Like my um hangover meal is my favorite. Is the favorite hangover meal that I have are two tater tots and an orange juice. So, funny story. When I was a kid, the very first you got drunk. No you ate tater tots. Yeah, I was drunk as a child. Nice. Uh, my very first. Uh, experience with hash browns was from McDonald's. So when I went to Grandma's and they gave me like legitimate hash browns, which are like like chopped up potatoes essentially, like stringy potatoes, I was like, "What is this?" Wow. And my dad was like, "Those are hash browns." Did you give your Grandma's kitchen like a one star review and were like, "They fucked up tater tots." How do you fuck up tater tots? Well, I didn't know. No, I the hash browns. Oh, I'm sorry, hash browns? Hash browns, yeah. I was like, what the fuck are these? You know, I'm like five years old. I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, these are hash browns. These are real hash browns. And I'm like, that's not what McDonald's has. Like, McDonald's has a flat tater tot. That's what it is. It's a flat tater tot. And it's glorious. So I don't know what the fuck everyone's complaining about. But People like, are complaining? No, I don't know. Are they? I have not heard that. I haven't either. But I was just explaining to you that, that I thought hash browns were that i eat um mustard on my hash browns i mean that's good i like because it's fucking good uh, mustard is good and a hot sauce but not together i would do it together whoa look at you okay this is a boring conversation okay so it i is? ate tater tots yes i ate tater tots I want some tater tots <laughs> we had some but we'll get to that in a little bit so i ate Tater dots for my comfort food, and Jamie got the Jort beer, which was actually really good. And I got a non alcoholic drink, which was like purple, and it was called the Three Bees. But they were missing one of the bees, they were missing the basil. So we tried to drink in your F, like, honor. And then I came back and we walked out. We walked out down the catwalk runway, and that was really fun because I was like, I literally had the song, I'm on the catwalk, yeah. Yeah, I've. Um, too sexy for my. I boots. don't know what music they were playing, but they picked music for you because it was televised. Okay. And I, I thought it was Bon Jovi at one point, and I started kind of dancing, and then it changed to something else, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" You seem really angry about that. I like to vibe and walk out to good tunes, and I was just like. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. I mean, you know, I get it because they can't copyright. The guy you, you, know. you, the guy you fought had crazy eyes, and it scared me. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was like this. You can't see me, but my eyes are crazy. Just imagine crazy eyes, everyone. Just crazy eyes. Just imagine. He he packed his crazy eyes. Um, that is a Toy Story reference. <laughs> so yeah, like you got in the cage, you did your thing, and then your opening strike was just a heavy ass leg kick, and it hurt. Like everyone was like, "Oh, yeah." His damage went down quite quite a lot yeah his life bar i think diminished quite a bit and then he was like fuck all of that and shot in on you yeah ended up taking me down i got stuck in a von flu 
Yeah. I was up against the cage too. But again, you know, like I said, he didn't even hit me. I like went to check his kick and but it was a like a, a light kick because he was using set up takedown, which mm-hmm. is what he does and he's good at. So kudos to him on that because I instinctively went to check it. I was like, I'm gonna break this guy's shit with mine. But he barely touched me with it because that wasn't his point. So <laughs> is what it is. It is what it is. And then afterwards, Aaron got us some um, you got really drunk really fast, like literally within 15 minutes of like I was out stumbling of on half of a cup of whiskey. <laughs> it was straight it was whiskey. Like, it was like maybe one and a half fingers and neat. And you were just like, give me that. And then you were like, mm, cowboy. And you drank I, I it. I cowboyed the fuck up. And then you went to sit down on the floor and you fell over. And I was like, good. I went to sit? Yes. After the show, you were like. <laughs> oh, we were, were in the like, back room. Yeah, we were in the back room and we were all like kind of chilling and waiting to be. To yeah. Get out of so there I get paid. Get yeah. Money. And then you like went and sat down and you were like, what? And you fell. Yeah, I was stumbling. But like you were probably still, your body was recovering from all of that chaos and you hadn't eaten and, or like, you know. Um, but anyway, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just thinking about that fucking baller trail mix you got. Yeah, the, the, the shit from, uh, it was the Midnight Whole Some Foods. rather edition from Whole Foods. It was midnight like, something from Whole Foods. It's like peanut butter mix. cups with midnight dark chocolate. I don't know. It was so fucking good. It was real good. If you would have been like, I don't want any of this, I would have eaten the entire bag, all like 3,500 yeah. calories it of was it. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was so good. So yeah, that was like fight night, and we were we were done just like that. Yeah. So what's your game plan now? I mean, you've lost, and that hurt, and I don't know how you come. How do you? How are you feeling today? Hungry. <laughs> I've been hungry for two weeks. I just keep eating and eating. <laughs> but I mean, otherwise, like I don't know. I kind of went back to hard training. I always say hard, hard training, but like consistently training this week and uh i'm kind of tired a little beat up but um i don't know i you know i'm back to the drawing board gotta figure some shit out and uh get back to it i mean was there ever i think on your instagram you posted that you were like i don't know if i want to do this anymore is that always the thought in your head after i think so i think about that like midway through camp sometimes (laughs) I mean, that's fair. You're working really hard, and you're like, what the fuck am I doing this? Well, the first three weeks of camp, I'm amped up and ready to go because I'm excited because I chose to do it again for a reason. And then, like, halfway through camp, I'm like, this fucking sucks. I kind of just want to do my own thing. And What would your own thing be? I mean, what would you even do? I don't fucking know. Do you eat, take up, eat like, whatever fucking... I want. Uh, um, go hike more, maybe. Yeah, I definitely want to hike more. Um... Not fucking worry about getting my face punched in weekly. Yeah, but I think it's so interesting because it's such a small... As much as that is the scary part, it is such a small part of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's literally like, how many how many rounds were you going to do? It would have been three fives. Three fives. That's 15 minutes of... Yeah. And you're not even getting your face punched in the whole time. You know what I mean? I mean, hopefully not. Some, no. I've but... seen some fights. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But at the same time, it's like, but, you know, that's it's, not why you do it. You yeah. know, you're not doing it to not get your face punched in. You're doing it because it's something that tickles your brain just right and gives you a challenge to really try and figure out. Yeah, sure. But, you know, there's times that I don't want to do it. I feel that. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's humanity. Hard things are hard to do all the time or for a long extensive period of time. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you, you do all this hard training, and then you gotta cut, then you gotta do the weight cut, and then fuck, then you gotta go fight. You know, it's like there's there's a lot of factors in there, and then you think about, I don't know, I, I think about like, why am I doing it? And and then like, a few days after the fight, I was like, man, I don't know if I want to do this shit anymore. It's kind of getting old. I'm kind of tired of it. And then three days later, I'm like, uh, maybe I just need to change some things and do some things differently and get back to it and enjoy what it. What was what was the I guess point of change for you with that like what you don't just wake up one day and go mm, you know what I do want to fight some more like, yeah you do it is yeah you do that sometimes I do my brain just goes eh, you, you kind of miss it already you kind of want to do it again I think there is just a change sometimes your body can your mind can go in and out of stuff and you can literally change your mind on the fly I feel like at least for me so I'm okay there's not like an emotional I mean there's not like a flash of light or explosion that happens that makes me change my mind it's just it just happens okay well I love yeah. that for you I don't feel like there's a I mean sometimes there's there, there, it could have been the, the whole factor of like other people to try to pump me up and make me feel better about the situation too or, or put some good thoughts in my head that, hey, maybe we just need to do this. Or people reach out and say, I want to help you next time. Or this, that, and the other. And, you know, it's like, that could play a potential role in it, too. Because people do ask or do want to help and do want to help you do better and things like that. In, in, in a lot of tasks that maybe you're not so confident about. Or just had your confidence squashed because you didn't win at any sport. It's interesting because I think everybody talks about, like you don't win you learn but winning doesn't like not winning fucking sucks yeah and when i didn't win my last muay thai i was literally like why am i even fucking doing like i genuinely was like this is i'm really bad at this like what is the point it's really 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 fucking exhausting both emotionally and mentally and physically to get in there and lose like i haven't won a fucking muay thai fight ever and I'm like, I don't know. It's just like really, it's hard to want to get back in there. I feel like jujitsu might be a little bit easier to go in and lose and be like, okay, well, there's like 5,000 more competitions. But I don't know. There's like, I don't feel like I, for jujitsu, it's almost like I, I get ready and I stay ready. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the competition prep for jujitsu is different than it is for Muay Thai or yeah. MMA, and it's the the repercussions are different too. I mean, I honestly have been hurt more in jujitsu than I have any kind of striking, but still, the idea of someone punching or kicking you, shit sucks. You know, it's just different than having somebody go grab a hold of you and once you hit the floor, it's the exact same thing you've been doing in class. You just you're rolling. Right. Exactly. You're just rolling with somebody you don't know. Yeah. 
You know, the stakes are different. Whereas, like, an MMA fight, you are sparring with somebody, but you're sparring with little gloves and no pads. You're not putting on headgear. You're not putting on shin guards, elbow pads. You got mouth guard, a cup, and little four-ounce gloves. And there's probably a lot of people watching because it's a big sport that people really like to see. You know, so. Yeah. And they, they also, like, revel in the idea that you're going to get hurt. And that's really like there are people betting against you you know what i mean like there are people who will love the fact that you lose that's that seems really harsh it's fucked yeah well yeah you know but i mean in the same i mean the same flip of the coin i would have loved to see that other guy lose you know what i mean like i get it i'm not mad at them it's just like i don't know how to come back from losses i've never been able to do that even my mom would always tease me that i would quit when i was losing i was a poor loser i've always been a poor loser and i don't know how to get over that feeling of just like it's not even like for you i feel like it's it you come back from a loss so quickly you're like like you said it's three days for me i literally am still like fucking having emotional breakdowns that I'm not even what's the fucking point of doing Muay Thai if I literally consistently suck at it so much and so often and you know it's just I don't know it's it's admirable and I really love that about you and I'm constantly in awe of you because of it because for me it's just I don't think I oh I just watched a cop not stop at that stop sign sorry (laughs) Um, Nobody stops at that boy. <laughs> so I don't know. I just, it's just, it's very admirable. And I would love to know what it feels like to not feel like that, the way that I feel, which is just like, I suck. And I have to be able to just consistently do it, even though I know I'm fucking terrible. Uh, I don't know. I just, it's not anything anybody taught me. You know, I just kind of gravitated the idea of I just got to keep doing the shit. What did your mom and dad say? If Like, what what were things that your mom would tell you if you ever, like, lost at something or you didn't do good in something? I don't... I can't recall, honestly, because I didn't do a lot of hard things growing up. <laughs> I didn't try growing up. I'm the opposite. I was the opposite of what I am now. I didn't do hard things. I just complained about shit. And was like, why am I this way? Or why is why am I overweight? Well, it's because you don't exercise or eat good. Yeah, but that's not necessarily like... But those that was a fact, though. I didn't exercise or eat good, and that's why I was overweight. Okay, and until what does I, until that have I, to do with competition, though? It's just a life thing. I didn't do hard things. Losing weight and exercising and being healthy is hard. It's easier to just say, I'm going to lay down and go to sleep after work and I'm going to wake up and eat cake and I don't know people who do that but okay I love well that whatever though but you know what I mean it's, it's way easier to just go I'm going to stop at McDonald's on the way home get a get a, a Big Mac and some fries and a Coke drink that and eat it on the way home and get in bed and have a food coma and then wake up and maybe go eat snacks and then go back to bed and watch TV and just loaf around and do nothing whereas you and I are in the gym practically every fucking day we eat healthy every day we cook our own food we don't eat a lot of bad food for you know i can't tell you the last time i had mcdonald's or any kind of fast food in general 
Like, I don't remember. But you it's had been... Condados. Yeah. That's fast food. Well, it did come out pretty fast. but It I... was the fastest we've ever had ever. Yeah. But it, it was... That was also after weigh-ins. But, yeah. But as far as, like, a normal a normal thing, like, people brought in donuts to work today. I didn't have a donut. But that dozen or so donuts that was there was gone and, you know, pretty quick. And you know, I'm not saying you can't have a donut, but, like, it's just... It's easy to not to take the easy route. The hard route's hard. It's why people don't do it. That's why I didn't do it when I was growing up. And then I finally said, I just have to make a change. And I started doing things. And the more I made a change, the more changes happened with myself. And then I just kept on that path. So I guess because I saw progress and just completely hammering and doing shit, that's how my mind works. I just... I go, okay, well, the only reason why, way I'm going to get any better or do anything with myself is if I keep doing it, and I keep doing it and keep doing it, no matter how much I fail, how much I suck at, the, at that point in time or whatever. So the only way I get progress is just, is just to keep going. If you stop, you know where you're at. You know what's going to happen. You failed and you quit. What do you tell yourself when you're down? You know, like, what is yourself, your, the voice in your head saying? I don't know. There's times I go, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And that's the voice in my head is I don't want to do it anymore. And then a couple of days later I go, yeah, but it feels good to do that shit. And you know you're not a quitter. And you know you just got to keep at it because you do have dreams and aspirations to do good things with this sport and do good things with this podcast, do good things with your life. You know, I'm... Do you not feel like you're doing good things if you don't make it to, like, whatever level? I can't say that because I do feel like I do good things but I do want to make it to a higher level and make it a career to do the things I love to do on a regular basis I don't want to have to go to a 9 to 5 every day and you know I, you know I just I want to be comfortable in doing the things I love to do and be able to make money doing that I'm not even saying get rich I just want to have my own life and do the things I love to do all the time and not have to worry about why well, I got to take off work if I want to go do this because I am the schedule I make the schedule <laughs> you know I am the schedule I heard you know it. what I mean I like, <laughs> so I just I like that Walter I like White that freedom we we know we know a lot of entrepreneurs and you see the things that they do and to me those people like that's the life I think I would like to live and I'm working towards that consistently and constantly yeah yeah I mean I, I I see that I see that in you and I want that for you that's all I have to say about that that's all I got to say about that <laughs> <laughs> so now we're back now what's your plan I mean you said you're gonna you're back at the drawing board you're gonna re look at some things or I don't know what does that mean I haven't drawn out a whole map of plans yet I just I know there's things that need to be worked on things that need to be done but I don't know what all those things are yet so is that a talk that you have with yourself or yourself and your coaches or all of the above I feel like or your wife all of the above <laughs> You were included in that. You were included in a lot of, and well, I say a lot of, and on in my life choices. So, I would say so. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, now we're going to now like after your fight, we kind of took a little bit of a break that whole week, which I deserve not. Like I know that we should not be saying like I deserved this, I deserved that, but there's a certain type of like work ethic that I like to keep in my life and not going to the gym is not not it but also sometimes I think too I you know like I just emotionally need a break from the places that we were just at for the last you know whatever yeah well Um, yeah you need it too even if you're not in camp you still train all the damn time like I do I train often. I don't think I trained as much during your camp because I was doing shows, but I think taking that week break was really nice and then having spring break right after was also really nice. But um, so we we didn't really go to like a lot of different classes, but we did get to go to like rest and recover and that was really nice. And we finally got a brunch date at Sullivan's Hardware and that was really cute. That place is fucking fire it was so good we had we had two sunny side eggs on a like a mushroom scramble it's like a little like handful well like a mini skillet full of like yeah mushrooms that were sauteed in something delicious probably butter spinach oh yeah spinach yeah, like some kind of egg or egg egg no it was onion jam onion jam it was called onion jam yeah and they were like some tater tots it was a perfect amount of tater tots because it wasn't it was just enough to be like yum tater tots but not enough to be like i'm full-on tater tots and then a grilled baguette and some fucking good coffee underneath a beautiful (sighs) little arch like ceiling of ferns that i wanted to take all of them home with me it was beautiful it was so fucking good it was so delicious and such a cute little spot and made me really happy and i found a bigfoot collar you did (laughs) now let's it's a bigfoot collar like to call a bigfoot like hello is this bigfoot and he's like hello yes it is yes yes not like a collar to put around bigfoot when you find him call her collar got it Yes. Yeah, that's fun. And it's guaranteed. Yeah, within five years, you'll find Bigfoot. Within five. So, 2028, we will have reported a Bigfoot sighting with that collar. There it is. That's how I get out of nine to five. I find (laughs) Bigfoot. (laughs) If you found Bigfoot, would you want to just study him or would you want to, like, kill him? I don't want to kill Bigfoot. I didn't think you would. No. There's like two camps. There's somebody who are like, we just want to catch him and study him. I don't want to study him. I just want to like. Check him off your bucket list. Pet him. Pet him. (laughs) He's just a big like dog. He's a big foot. Yeah, he's a giant. What if foot. what if that's what he is and we just don't even know it and this whole time we're looking for like this weird like yeti dude and he's just a foot. He's just a giant foot. That's that's kind of weird. I didn't name him. Somebody did. I mean Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Big yeah. Foot. But yeah, what I, I don't know. I kind of just want to like maybe go on an adventure with him or something. Okay, I love that. Maybe he'll go hiking Big with foot. us. <laughs> Maybe like an 80s and 90s sitcom. We'll yeah, like, like a little montage the... and you guys are like going down the trail and hiking. We're You're like on his it. shoulders. 
You like it's with binoculars be and you point to somewhere day. and then you go over to that place where you pointed. It's very exciting. That'd be awesome. And I'm like running to keep up with the two of you because I am the opposite of Bigfoot. And I'm like, wait for me. And, and you guys are already. But gone. you're not quite Littlefoot because Littlefoot is a delightful um, Brachiosaurus. Yes. Long neck. Is so that the derogatory term for him? I, yes. They all had weird names, like Ducky. Yeah. And Sarah was a three horn. Yep. And Spike. Spike was the shit. And Petrie. Yeah, Petrie. Bruh, that movie made me fucking cry. That was a good ass movie. He saw his mom in a little leaf, and that was really sad. Yeah. And every time I see a leaf with water on it, I'm like, and you hold on together. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Anyway, good moving on. Pretty so, much. okay, so you would not, in fact, kill Bigfoot. You would become friends with him, and you guys would have, like, gay adventures together, and I love yeah. that for you. What would you do? Um, I would just want to watch and observe him and watch his, like, Bigfoot family. You wouldn't want to, like, hang out? No, I'm not really into people who are taller than me. <laughs> so you had no friends. <laughs> You hang out with children. Uh, yeah, I mean, I teach them, but they're all taller than me, too. That's true. Okay, no, I just, it's, you know, honestly, if I'm going to be really honest, I think where my head was is, like, everybody's taller than me, so what's one more fucking dude? Like, who cares? He's just that dude who's taller and hairier than most of the people I know. That's fair. But, you know, everyone is taller than me. It always feels like I am one of the Muppet babies and I can only see people from, like, the knee up. Or, I mean, like, from the knee down. And I just talk to people. And I'm like, I always have, like, I always talk to people's shoulders. Like, in, if I'm in a crowd, it's just, like, shoulders. It's all shoulders. I don't ever see people's heads. It's fair. It's very exhausting. So... But, yeah, so you have your Bigfoot collar, and there were some really cool stickers, and yeah. stickers it made me really, really, it made me want to go hiking really badly. Yeah, they had a lot of cool stuff. So. It's a big-ass uh, hardware store. It's a huge hardware store, and they had so much stuff, like, just not even, like, hardware stuff, like, just everything, had, garden. And yeah, they had, like, hot sauces. Balls, they had, like, truffle hot sauce. Literally. Man. Insane. Yeah, it was crazy. Sullivan's Hardware. Go. It's amazing. Yes. I cannot tell you how great it is. You have to go just go and experience it. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was really nice. It was a really cute. It was like a really rainy day, too, like a gross day. And it was just so lovely in there. Yeah. It yeah. made me happy. Yeah, it was so dope. And then, um, yeah, I mean, what else have we been doing? We went to Dungeon, uh, Donuts and Dragons. Yeah, we did that. That was the day after my fight. Uh, well, crew fan had their first MMA class. We did. We oh did my that. god, that was okay. That was so fun. But oh, we got tattoos. Yeah, we did get tattoos. So we got tattoos, and then I went to that day, the day after, and someone touched my arm, and I screamed like a little banshee. Like a banshee. Well, I don't want to call myself a bitch because that's yeah, don't do that. Not kind, but I also screamed like a little. B word, which stands for banshee. banshee. <laughs> Since we're on the supernatural, a banshee. a banshee, which is technically like a witch, but it's okay. Banshee was an X Men character. You're welcome. I didn't. 
I didn't say thank you. Well, you were thinking it. No, I, I wasn't. You probably should say thank you. I screamed, and it was heart painful. Yeah, but that anyway, class was cool. But I cool. felt like bad. Then, yeah, that was. I really, really liked how they ran it, where like we were always in bad position for this amount, or this person would work that, or whatever, and I liked that. We double yawned. Don't you <laughs> ever double yawn? Yawn, jinx. double double yawn, yo. Yawn, jinx. Uh, so yeah, that was really cool. I mean, I I hope it becomes a thing and we continue to do it. Yeah, I hope so too. Because it's really helpful to just drill those positions yes it's very fucking helpful and it's you know otherwise it's like we're just doing muay thai and we're just doing jiu-jitsu and it's hard to put those two together and feel what it's gonna feel like and then just be like well good luck out there well, kid well yep mm-hmm. you're right um so yeah that was really cool uh we're doing pottery tomorrow dude I am so excited. I'm not not trying to yawn. I'm not sleepy. I'm just like sitting down for the first time. Um, That's not true. I I took a real lazy day today. I I took a hard nap at work. I love that. I kicked my boots off. So we were really, I guess, lack of a better term, like hashtag blessed, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But like someone snuck in a little card and they said that they thought we were nice and they gave us some money to go on a date. And that was lovely. Yeah. So we're using that money to go on a date. So we're going on a date and we finally decided to go to a pottery class. And I'm excited. I may have to go buy myself some overalls, honestly. I know. Like, I don't have any overalls anymore because mine straps broke on my last two. And I'm like, man, pottery and overalls would be really cute. And that would that would make me happy. Although I do want to reenact the ghost scene where you are going to play Demi Moore and I am going to play Patrick Swayze. I mean, that's fine. You can be the Swayze. I like Demi Moore too, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be her. I'm into 100%. it. G.I. Jane, fuck yeah. Uh, I forget her name in strip tees, but yeah. Strip boobs? Yeah. <laughs> boobs McGee? Listen, being a young kid watching that movie, I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched it. Uh, it was great. Was she in strip tees? Yeah, she's the main character. Oh, who was in the other one with the girl from Saved by the Bell? You are thinking of um, Showgirls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was a different movie. But you were probably also like, wow. I didn't think I watched much of that one. Well, I heard you were missing out. I haven't watched either, so. I don't know. But the uh, striptease, great movie. Mm. <laughs> Get the unrated version, kids. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. You can be your own personal Demi Moore. And I'll be the Swayze. The Swayze. I will Road come house. Oh, Road house. I'll just say that a bunch behind you. will be like, Road house. And you'll kick things. I won't because it's a fucking pottery class and that's rude. Yeah. I wonder what we're going to make. I think we're going to learn how to throw things on the wheel, which I am okay at because I used to throw uh, pottery when I was at Harrison Hill and and Sarah was in the art class and I would always go and throw clay pots on the wheel and it was really fun. Um, fucking A. What? I, I did pottery when I was a kid in, like, art class. Yeah. And it was bad. Yeah, that's the fun. That's yeah. fun. I want to make mugs since we have a huge mug collection, and it's, like, our, like, thing, that and Legos. So I remember, I think my mother still has it, 
but I made a volcano. Of course you fucking did. And I feel like I could do that again, but I could just put a handle on it. It could be a mug volcano. It could be a volcano. <laughs> just, I just hit my mic. <laughs> a what? A volcano? A volcano. A volcano. Or a, or a bug. <laughs> we'll let the listeners a volcano. It's not a vagano. That sounds like a vagina cup. And although that would be beautiful and amazing, I don't think you want that in the morning. Okay, maybe you do. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'm listening. Yes. Okay. Well, I can't wait to go and have fun. And they... I'm excited to see what we make. And then we have to go and pick it up. But it definitely was, yeah. We'll have a little bit of leftover money. Maybe we'll donate it to the Humane Society or something. Yeah, I don't know. Or we'll go get tacos. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Whatever happens. On brand. On brand. And tomorrow, Ravel Coffee's having like some vendor or something or some vendors or something. I hope it's not an April Fool's joke. I keep thinking in my head we're going to show up and be like. I don't think it is because it's like a local business thing and I think they have cookies or something. You keep saying that. And if it's an April Fool's joke, I'm going to be very sad. It's Ube everything, which Ube is delicious and purple, so it's really fun. And I bet there's going to be a lot of pictures. And we know Ravel has coffee because we love their coffee. Yes, we go there every Sunday. Yeah, it's a great place. And I'm really excited for our next guest that we're going to have on, or that you'll be able to hear next week. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be next week. Yeah. We have a couple of really fun people. Um, interviewing Sean was really fun. Yeah. That was a delight. Love that man. That was another thing, talking to him about fighting and stuff like that, to kind of go backwards. That's why backwards rewind the tape. Wicked! Wow. Yeah. Stop so. making sounds. No one feels those are accurate. No one who. B. The man outside. Are you good? Are you good? I'm gonna take my headphones off. But yeah, okay. talking okay. to Sean helped helped uh, with that too because he's fought forever. He's a. Uh, I think he's got 24 fights. Jeez. 24 professional fights. I think he's 16 and 8 is what he's at right now, which is, like, insane. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so yeah, uh, it, it definitely, you know, kind of opened up my eyes with some things, too, and made me feel better about stuff. So I was like, okay, cool. I love it. Yeah, it's good. Good times. Well, I'm excited for your next fight. Yeah. And that'll be really fun. And I always feel like when we do these, we always sound really, like, chill. But I'm not that way. I don't know. The vibe's good right now. I'm kind of hungry. You're always hungry. Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Well, thank you for talking to us about your fight. Yeah. Thank you for asking about it and talking to me about pottery. What? Sullivan's. Sullivan's. And I'll talk to you later. Okay. (laughs) Hee <laughs>